Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. Please. Recording, we're going five, four, three, two, one, rolling. Hello, food fam. This is the Walk and Talk podcast. I'm your host, Carl Fiadini. We're podcasting on site at the Carroll Hotel in beautiful Clearwater, St. Pete, Florida. If you haven't been to this property yet, get here. It's top-notch with all the amenities you expect from a Tribute Portfolio Hotel. Today, we're going to be talking sales with Chef and a dear friend. But first, let's talk about our sponsor, this segment. It is the Walk & Talk Media Outfit, okay? Attention food service distributors and food brands. If you sell product and services to hotels, restaurants, and country clubs, contact the gang at Walk & Talk Media and get noticed by the decision makers. Become a show partner to our broadcast quality streaming and internet-based food TV shows, podcast, and magazine. We'll get all the right eyes on your business. Reach us now on on our website, not your website, but my website, the website, thewalkandtalk.com. All right, let's uh, let's get uh, Chef Jeffrey Schlissel in here. Uh, he is our culinary um, contributor to the show. How are you doing, Jeff? Fantastic. Are you? You are yeah. right. Oh yeah, yeah. especially after what just happened. I know you're out there seeing celebrities and yeah, celebrity chefs cool. and everything. Yeah, it's damn see, cool. You see where we bring you with the show? <laughs> yeah, you know, like you bring it up and I, then I bring it down. So right, it's, but it's we're bringing it. To, some, we're bringing it to some really great places. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, can we even say the name though? Right? Yeah, we could say it. Why not? Talk, talk he's not going to be here. No, he's not here. You know, the guy that does the BAM. You know, a little Chef Admiral Gassi. Oh, my God. He's right over there. He's about... Literally uh, right over there. Like 20 yards away. I can't even go over there. I God. Yeah, he's a really good guy. Uh, just a fantastic individual. We met in 97. Yeah. So well, maybe he's going to hear that. Maybe you should probably like uh, Can I slip him a little, you know, uh, walk and talk. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> Send him the link. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I love that guy, too, by the way. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be talking some sales stuff today. And... Uh, Veronica Rodriguez. Hola, Carlito. How are you? ¿Cómo estás? Well, how are you? Oh my God! If I was any better, I wouldn't know. To, I don't even know what to do with myself. It's it's like that. Um, so, Veronica, tell the story about how you became my work wife. <laughs> well, once upon a time, um, Colin and I used to uh, work together back in uh, a few years ago uh, in a food service distributor up in central Florida. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we did damage. We did damage. We, we sure did. We shook it up. The dream there. team, baby. It, it really was, you know, and, and not for nothing uh, at its peak with 
12, with the 12 reps, mm-hmm. we really did damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not easy, right? No. Why? She's got to deal with people And not like because me. of me. Don't be like, oh, because, you know, manager. You yeah. Know. No, it, what, what makes it tough is if you want to provide the level of service and, uh, and stand behind it and have the chefs believe in you and trust you for their needs, you have to put in the work. And then you have life outside of that that you need to kind of balance. So that's, uh, you know, it's, it's an art. It's an art, and um, when you're dealing with the with chefs, and we have Chef Jeff here, here uh, he can attest to all this. Mm-hmm. It's a demanding life on their side, therefore, it's a demanding life on our side from the distributor sales perspective. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, granted, they're putting in the 70, 80 hours plus, when they do get their one or maybe two days off, well, their sous chef is the one placing those orders or somebody in the kitchen, somebody else is placing the order. And, you know, we have to facilitate that. And that's seven days a week in some cases, you know, not everybody, but in a lot of cases, it's, it's, it's a 365 day a year gig and um, it can get pretty rough. Yes, it can. You know? Yeah. I mean, like I said in the podcast with chef that um, he was in earlier, I literally said, we have to give that break to the salespeople. They think, chefs think that they, they work a nine-to-five job, salespeople. Right. They get Saturdays and Sundays off, and that is such a misconception. Uh, being eight and a half years for the broadliner I worked with, I worked for them from 7 o'clock in the morning till my daughter was picked up, and then we had dinner, and then at 8 o'clock I picked up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right, my, your, phone, your phone is blown up with well, uh, I was, questions yeah. and orders and whatever. Yeah, comes I was support through. more. So I didn't have the orders per se, but I would have salespeople or I had to put the, my the, the salesperson was getting the orders with the questions and reaching out That's to you. Me. So you, you were linked to, yeah. to the order. Really. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. I, and, and you, you know, I actually ended up working harder and longer hours for the broadliner than I did for the hotel. Sure. And, and that's really weird to say because a lot of there, that's the misconception, mm-hmm. e- even for a salesperson's perspective, when a chef gets out of the kitchen and they, oh, I'm just going to work for sales. And, oh, no, it's a whole different ball of wax. I mean, it is. So when it uh, when a chef is looking to kind of, you know, and they're, when they're in the twilight of their career, you have choices. You either become a salesperson, you're, maybe you get lucky at a country club or a, a living assisted living facility uh, gig. Where, you know, you're working five days a week and it's not heavy duty. And that's kind of like how you phase yourself out of the, out of the life. A lot of Or a manufacturer. You work for manufacturers. Yeah, a manufacturer rep, right. Yeah. Um, sales. Mm-hmm. Basically sales support, sales, whatever. And, um, when you, once you get into that, it's a, it's a whole different world. I used to love to hire sales, um, chefs for sales positions because I know the work ethic is there. And if, mm-hmm. and if you may not be the best, you know, quote unquote salesperson, but if your work ethic is there and you give me 50 hours a week, because I don't need, you know, give me 50, you'll be a superstar. Follow the plan. You'll be a superstar. And what ends up happening is I'll have a two hour meeting off property on that interview with that chef. And I'm trying to explain to them how you're probably going to fail because you don't have the GM or the owner of the restaurant or whatever over your shoulder. You're not clocking in. You're, you're waking up and you're up to you to be out there and to do your thing. And you have all the rope in the world to to do the deed, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, um, but the fact is, and by the way, everybody uh, who's listening to the show, we are we're, we're recording 
not live, but live in real time at a hotel. We bring our podcast to the best hotels and restaurants around town. And, um, you know, you're hearing different chefs and it's, it's pretty cool. So we are anything you hear in the background. This is live, man. Live, baby. So, um, yeah. So with that said, you know, uh, the expectation, you know, from a chef to a salesperson, I will tell you that most salespeople are knuckle draggers, man. Like I, I uh, you know, I am not a proponent of the salespeople in general. Like I, um, it's hard, so hard to impress me because you got to put in the work. With that said, once you put in the work, you can start. That's when you start your work-life balance. After you build your business, you, you put it together. Not that things are easy street from there, but you know what? It, it, it becomes manageable. Um, and I do believe, and you're going to talk about it now, but what is the perception of the salesperson from the kitchen? It depends on the person and how they present themselves 100%. Um, like we talked about in the last two segments. It's how you approach the chef when you're approaching the chef. And it doesn't mean male, female. I'm talking prospective sales person to chef. That's the title. I'm not breaking it down for <clears throat> male, female. It's just how you perceive it. We are more of, what are you going to sell me now? Mm-hmm. 100%. What, you know, get out of my kitchen. This is what I don't need right now. I got this, especially now with you know post-COVID. Uh, you, we heard chef off camera tell us, this is the first time in nine months, and I quickly said, even before he got it out, I said, "Knock on wood, that he has a full kitchen." <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So nine months. This is he's been here a year. It's been open for three years. So with nine months, almost a year, he's been here. He's not had a full contingency. Yeah. And the last thing we want to see is this individual or any individual coming into our kitchen trying to sell us stuff. We don't have the time for it. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, you're, you're you're filling three other positions. Yeah. Hundred percent. Right. But again, we also have to take into account. That you're trying to do your job, and I, I point to you saying you, Veronica, not you personally, but you, right, the salesperson, the right? Sales person, definitely. You have to represent and have to be the one that knows your audience, correct? Right, and that's tough to do because we're we're egotistical bastards, and no. how do you deal with that? <laughs> so you know you have to be perceptive and and know um, when you're walking into a kitchen, if it's the first time you've ever been there and you know they're busy, it's just, hey, I'm just quick intro. Here's my card. When's a good time to come in? I'm not trying to, to sell you anything right now. And um, bring value. You right? What value do you bring when you come in to see the chef? What are you, are you just coming in to be like, oh, hey, just came in to say, hey, or oh, yeah, we sell, you know, X, Y, Z. Okay, well, so does everybody else. Why should I get from you? So making sure that you're knowledgeable about what, what products you have understanding, you know, the, their business or their restaurant or what they're serving, who their clients are, and then kind of matching what you offer to what they need. I would always start with like, tell me a little bit about your business. What do you do? Like, help me understand what you do because they say, well, what do you sell? Well, I have a long list, but why am I going to sit here and just regurgitate a list when maybe only two or three things on that list are of importance to you? So making sure that you bring value when you come in and talk to a chef and, and understanding that they have a very limited time and not wasting their time. And I think they'll learn to respect that and and then, you know, under promise and over deliver, you know, basic sales 101 and know that they can count on you when they need something. Experience the perfect blend of culinary delights, entertainment, and education on the number one food podcast in the country, Walk and Talk Podcast. Join host Carl Fiadini and the amazing chef Jeffrey Schlissel. Feed your appetite. Find this podcast 
on Apple and Spotify. So, I mean, for me, pro tip for anybody that's going to sales, especially female, and I'm going to call this out because uh, if Don Alvarez is listening, <laughs> never go into a kitchen open toed shoes. Number one priority. Uh, you don't want to do that. It's going to set the chef off 100%. I'm just going to back that up with, um, I, don't, I don't think that the, uh, any males should be doing that either. No. no. <laughs> Definitely it's, not. It's a health code. Don't go, don't go into a situation where you're going to break a health code. Mm-hmm. Make sure your hair is back. Long hair, make sure it's put in a ponytail or whatever it needs to be off the shoulders because you're going in where, God forbid, there's a health inspector there. You're going to add to the problem and and that such. Uh, I think the you touch on a thing. uh, One of the things you mentioned was know your product, right? And you and I talked about a previous uh, produce company that I bought from. The first person they sent in did more retail. And it was like in three days, I called the guy back up and like, can you do me a favor and get me a different rep that knows what the hell they're talking about? Like I asked that person a question. I had to wait for the answer to come back from somebody else because they had that. So that had for me equated to lack of confidence in that person Mm -hmm. to get me what I needed. And that's the number one thing, you know, and here's another thing you also mentioned a pro tip. If with social media, the way it is, if you're going to go past the Carroll hotel and you want to know about chef Parker, or you're going to go past whatever restaurant, find out what the chef is doing, find out what their menu was, go with the game plan in when you're walking in mm-hmm. say, Hey, I just noticed you just rolled out this new menu or Hey, I love this idea with your steak, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you bring that momentum over. You know, it's funny you say this and I, I you know, with LinkedIn and, and a lot of these, uh, you know, professional platforms. sites, platforms, uh, you, you know, I, I see who looks at, you know, who's, and, and, and I'm not saying that in a disparaging way. I, I, I embrace it. If I were still on the street doing sales, I would be all over mm-hmm. my content, this content, mm-hmm. because we're really diving into the, the mind of the chef. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously we're talking about, well, the whole community. dishes and right. right. And, and, and their specific dishes and, and the property and, you know, all that stuff. But the reality is, I'm having intimate conversations with these chefs and, 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 and they're great data points to have if you have product that you were looking to, you know, to get in front of them. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Um, I, I've probably forgotten more than, you know, a, a lot of people know in terms of produce. I was in produce for 20 years and, and I'm not trying to, I'm not uh, flexing or anything like that, but I, you know, you don't remember all that. All mm-hmm. the, it's so much information and it later the la- the latter part of of my career being on the street um even in a you know sales wise not street wise yes <laughs> when i was ah, well, I gotta go there. so um there i was right <laughs> um you know at the end of the day the product knowledge is important you need to be able to navigate through a conversation but what's most important pro tip most important is the eye contact, the confidence in saying that I am going to back you up. Because at the end of the day, uh, uh, the answer to a question, it, give me a minute, let me find out. It's, you know, whether it's Google or, you know, uh, uh, you know somebody that you're working with, coworker or whatever, um, you get the answer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, you can have the most knowledgeable, you know, person sitting across from you, but if you can't get in contact with them or they're, you know, they're not uh, facilitating your needs properly, 
then who cares? Right. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I with and you have to know yourself too, because you can't go in there saying all this big talk, right? I'm pulling up my pants. I'm a big, you know, boy, big girl, whatever, and then not deliver. You need to be able, if, if you know, I would tell somebody, hit me at 11, 11.30, and then hit me again at 5 in the morning. I was That was what it, what it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I would get these chefs that I would have that conversation late at night and then early in the morning. And then they would tell me, well, when do you sleep? I'm like, you don't worry about that. What you, do you need? You take cat naps. I take <laughs> cat naps. Uh, you find me in a parking lot somewhere, like, uh, you know, the seat back. Um, no, but, you, you know, at the end of the day, you just, what do you need, chef? And that's how you build it. You know, they can ask me 10 questions. If I don't know the answers, so what? I'll still get you the, I'll get you the answer and I'll get you the, what you need. Right. Bridge the gap. Right. You know, and that's where, you know, and, you know, Veronica fit that uh, bill tremendously. You know, I, had, I was very fortunate. I was very blessed. The team I had was really strong, but it was more of a team of, you know, like a pirate ship team. You know, these were not um, consummate pros, you know what I mean? But I never wanted to hire pro- how do I say it like that? They're all professional. They know how to work a laptop. They're they know how to speak. They're they're professional people, but they're not professional sales. People. Well, there's also a thing I, with chefs, and I think there's. I'm speaking for most chefs out there. I, I think we never want a hard sale. Right. Um, you, right. There's the last thing we want to do is have a hard sale. So we, we kind of like lead the horse over, and a lot of times with the the um, the egos of chefs, you have to stroke the ego first. Mm-hmm then go and bring that horse to the water. Like, what would you do? Hey, I just got this. And Ray Matthews, you, who you know, yeah. came up with me. And he's like, hey, I sure. got this pink uh, pineapple. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. He's like, go ahead, do something with it. And that's how that relationship started with uh, bring me something that was really new and that I never saw before. That is what you want to do with a chef. You want to bring something that can add value, mm-hmm. like you said, but be something totally different. See, he was, he was, uh, he, you can consider him like part of the pirate ship. Like, like he was, an, he was the, that was the person that replaced the other individual that uh-huh. was on the retail side. So I would ask like oranges, he's like, I don't know how they come. I'm like, how do you not know how oranges, is it one? 88 count, yeah, 88 count, 60 like count. Size, can I get yeah. it like broken in like a couple? What, you know, what am I doing here? And you know, can that's that's the point where I was like, if you, to me that that should have been known. It's not like I was asking for like sunchokes, and then really, oh, let me let me find out if we carry that or lion's mane, but I need forty pounds of it. Oh, you know, that's not like. So that. then, so uh, old Ray comes in and and uh, he just swept Crushed you off it. your feet. Crushed it. I mean, he yeah. he appealed to the three things I told you about. In spite of the fact that uh, the situation that he had uh, and towards the end there without getting into the specifics mm-hmm. of it. But, um, you know, you're, you're working on a crutch. And um, in spite of that, the guy would always come through. Because I, 100%. I, a lot of, listen, I still get calls from chefs from down in South Florida constantly. And for myriads of different reasons. And, um, you know, there's a few people's names that are brought up. His name gets brought up still today. Mm-hmm. And he's been out of the game for a bit now. Yeah, and um, that, that, that's a true testament to him and his his um, longevity is what he did for people. Because in all in all, in all honesty, what the broadliners do, what produce companies do, they do the same thing. It's just how they deliver, what their guarantees are, and and what they're going to do if they mess up and how they handle that mess up. How do you fix it? Yeah. 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 But for you guys, I mean, I, I'll be on the, you know, honest, seeing both sides of the ball, I, it sucks to be a salesperson because you do not have 
especially no if you're seven off. days. No, you don't. No days there off. is none. You yeah. know, and you've got guys screaming and calling or females calling you and screaming and yelling, where's my product? You know, it's funny because um, obviously, you know, part of the part of the what we're doing here with the walk and talk media, um, we're looking to take the uh, our show concepts and platforms and magazine and on all that. And we're, we're looking to do something with this. To, to help the community at large, the food industry community. And a lot of attention gets put to mental health awareness and challenges to the kitchen. Well, let me tell you something. When it comes to the sales division of companies that are, you know, very high, um, very motivated, let me tell you something. It's as bad in the, in, in the sales realm as it is in the kitchen. It's the same. The difference is they can actually, you know, uh, from... Stop A to stop B, stop in at the bar. You know what I mean? And and wreck their day. Right. And that and that does happen. It, it happens a lot. Well, so I mean it's also all the CRMs like Salesforce and oh, forget it. I mean, you gotta do this and then you know, big brothers doing that and the, they don't even uh, eat lunch. It's I mean, it just right. Into, yeah. You're forced into a life of fast food is really what it, yeah. you're, you're or not eating. Or not eating. Which right. is not healthy. I, I would prefer to not eat, but for me, that was that was a problem for me. Right. right. Learning how to, to manage that because you know you're, hey, you got this. Like if you're a salesman, or you know whatever you you like. All right, I have goals. I got to meet the goals. Uh, I'm going to eat. You know during my lunch break in the car. Right. And then what are you going to eat? You eat fast food. Right. right. Well, if you're uh, in management and you've got your team, and you still have to meet those goals, now you have to meet those goals times however many salespeople you are, or whatever the you know. So. Yeah, all, you're always you, on the go. You're on the go. Always on the go. And it's easier to stress eat, and, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. it's a problem. But you know, if, if it's only food that's your problem, you're lucky, right? Because it's it really yeah. goes the other vices. It, there's other the other vices, and then you know, depression and sales, burnout. Burnout. I mean, it's yeah. re, it's a real thing. It's so real. It is yeah. real. Yeah. You know, so I, I you know, uh, in one breath, I'm going to say that I believe a lot of salespeople, the majority of salespeople out there, are knuckle draggers, and and if you take offense to that, it's probably you. And, and I'm okay 100%. with saying that. Um, with that said, even even them, we all have the same stresses, and and uh, I, I feel like I feel like there should be some sort of voice to that for them as well. I think the salespeople actually have it worse than chefs. And some yeah, from, yeah. from from, from well, you're working at home too. Well, not only that, what I'm by, what I mean by that is, you know, when the truck doesn't show up as a chef, you're calling the Veronicas and the Carls yeah. and all the other people. Well, you're stressed out because you already know it because the company, if they're good, they're telling you, hey, we're running behind. So then you're proactive, but you're still not being proactive because if your your day was supposed to go into zone A mm-hmm. and it's that many miles away from and you're already over there and then Chef B calls you and says, hey, my truck's not coming. You got to reroute your entire your day. day. And especially <sighs> if it's one of your, you know, high yeah. end clientele, like you, if, what Disney or some, you know, some, whoever, whatever. I yeah. Mean, like you, you just, got, you got to get what you're doing and you're doing it. You got to get it done. Well, and what if the product never came, if it came in and it looked like crap and then you're running, then around. you're running around to the store trying to find yeah. it somewhere, reaching out to all of your connects to see, you know, who's, so, who's and, got what. So in all honesty, I think salespeople actually have it worse than <laughs> get chefs. I, I, I it, you know, yes, yes and no. I mean, obviously there's nothing, you know, I'm going to say just hashtag cornstarch like that, that lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. not, you know, 120 degrees in the kitchen and, yeah. you know, 13 hours a day on your feet. That sucks. But then you go home, you know, you have a beer, you sit down and you go home. And we finally eat. And you finally eat. And or everyone not. else is sleeping and all that stuff. Yeah. Know? Well, that's a whole realm of, you know, uh, you know, work life balance. You're trying to right. find it and right. figure it out. But 
Yeah, with salespeople, you take your phone with you wherever you go. You go home and it's you're prepping dinner or trying to put your kid to bed and the phone's ringing. I mean, my kid used to hang my cell phone over the garbage can. Like, I'm throwing this in the garbage, you know, and it was my work. I'm like, oh, don't do that. Yeah, that's always fun. And then I had to deal with uh, the repercussions of all of that. Uh-huh. I'm staring at him right now. <laughs> so, um, uh, so listen, you know, I remember there was this particular time. This was a million years ago. I had a, uh, had a client. I was up in Palm Beach, mm-hmm. somewhere PJ Boulevard or something like that. And I got a call from the office. This is in South Florida a long time ago. And I got a call from the office. And there was a big client, company client, that um, needed a second run. Well, it was down in Key Largo. Oh, yeah. So I was already doing deliveries up in... Uh, up in Palm Beach. So I had to like drop, finish quick office, loaded the car to the gills, top, whatever. I drive down to Key Largo. So I didn't get home until like 10 o'clock. By the time I finished that day, it was at 10 o'clock. Oof. Done. Done. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get up the next day and you, you do it all over again. It's tough. It's a, it's a, it's a shit life. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse the lingo, but it's uh, it's not easy with that said, it could be the best life ever because you have all the time in the world to to manage that time, if that makes sense. Um, you can have a great life because if you have children, it's hard. If you don't have children, best life ever because you can manage it. Whatever you want to, you, you know, you want to go out to eat after your day. Great, you go to, you know, meet friends, have a cocktail or not or whatever. It's a good life. Right. Children, oof, rough, rough, yep. rough, rough. Game changer. Yeah. <laughs> Total game changer. So the people who, and, and I will say that uh, um, hats off to you, Veronica, because you pulled it off as a single mom mm-hmm. in a very difficult uh, work environment. Let's just say that. Very difficult work it, environment. It was tough, but, you know, I think, I hope that, you know, my son was able to see what what it means to work, what it means to, you know, you what you have to do. I'd bring him along sometimes to deliveries and he'd be my invoice carrier. And as he got older, he could carry some light boxes, you know, and I always tried to incorporate him too, so that it wasn't like, Oh, my mom always has to work. She doesn't have time for me. You know, sometimes I'd have to mesh the two together and talking about work life balance. Like, how do you do that? That's one of the, the arts of it, I guess, is, is trying to figure out a way to have them coexist. Correct. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I haven't had that. I mean, I've got the children and everything, but, you know, my situation is much different. Um, you know, with that said, though, I mean, at the end of the day, we're we're out there doing the uh, fight, the good fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's kind of where that's kind of where the, the relationships meet. You know, it also ties together with how you, you know, somebody who's out, a chef who sees you doing what you do, because everybody knows what your situation is. Um, they're going to know what your situation There's is. There's more respect. There's a lot more respect. A lot and more. then in your growth. And appreciation. And appreciation. Which for me was the biggest thing. Just uh, if you can recognize and appreciate what I do, like that means everything. That's what I do it for. Exactly. And they will stick with you. Mm-hmm. Thick and thin. Thick yep. and thin forever. Yep. Yeah. And that's, and I, and I will say that about uh, the majority of chefs. There's a, there is that once you break this, once you break through the, that the, hard the exterior. Seal, yeah. 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 Like you, 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 they're, you, they're with you forever. Yeah. yeah it's putty afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I haven't dealt with Ray in uh, what uh, two years now, and I, I still remember. I met Jim ZBI. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my guys, even from my old previous employer, I, the ones I love to go on work with, because they were passionate not only about what the company sold, but they were also passionate about helping their uh, their guests, their customers to succeed. Yeah, I was very. 
I was proud in the end to have hired him. And you uh, should be. I mean, he was the he, development that he went through, what he did for his customers, and I, I can't stand that word, but the guests that he dealt with, I, it was unpackable. Or it, it just you just don't get that. There's there's a rare breed of people in this industry that you can like gravitate to and bond. I I was gonna pass on him. I was gonna pass on well so there was a and and if if Ray actually hears this, I mean I'm not telling any secrets or anything, but um there was a friend of his who asked me to just interview him. You know, hey look if if it's something that um if it's something that that's good, do it. If not, it's okay, but at least, you know, see him. Right. And I said, Yeah, sure, no problem. And uh you know, and, he, and he's a burly looking dude, you know, especially in the beginning before he kind of find, he refined himself. He was a, he was a rough looking character. And I um, remember when he walked in fully tattooed, but yeah. very nicely dressed. Well, before he was very nicely dressed, he wasn't very nicely dressed. He was mm-hmm. just, you know, just very, there, very right. casual. And uh, he sat down in front of me he's, you know, and he's very polite, Mr. Carl, you know, and we, we started talking and, um, and he just, he came to me with, what I go to chefs with, which is give me the shot, made the icon. Like he's in my, right. he's, you know, he's very focused and he's determined and he's confident in, in his delivery of, I don't know this business. I will do everything that you say. Give me the chance. Right. And you know what? I said, how do you say no to that? I said, you know what? I give it, give it a shot. And then he absorbed, and then he absorbed every bit of what was fed to him in terms of how, you know, how to execute and do this properly. And he did, and he, and he did a great job. So um, hats off, hats off to him. He, he should still be out there somewhere selling a junk load of stuff somewhere. But uh, you hear me, boy, you should get out there and, and do something. Definitely. Um, so, uh, so yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad you brought him up. That yeah, was, yeah. Uh, definitely. I mean, like you, those people make a mark. Now there's others that make a mark in a different way that you're like, yeah. no, yes, never. Yes. That's, yeah, I actually had a, I had a, uh, I'm not going to name names. I, I hired somebody and, um, and on, f- they were on fire. I've never seen, I'd never seen so many credit applications coming through. And then I was confused to the core because there wasn't not one order over the course of probably four months that came through very, very minimal. And, uh, and I took the, that time to, you know, not say anything, just kind of went around and, and did my, my due diligence uh, behind the scenes. As it turned out, this person was bypassing the chef entirely. And they had a, uh, uh, they had a spiel with the, um, you know, the accounting accounting departments or whatever about just getting the accounts set up. And it was all based on, it was all fraudulent type stuff. I mean, the, the applications were true. Right, but the delivery of information of how to get how they got there was not, and then the, uh, so I would go to the chef and say, "Chef, you know, it's you, you know, you, you've been on the books with us for two months. What 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 do you know? What can we do to, uh, to to earn your business? You know, how do we how do we do this? Who are you? Like, what do you mean? Who are you? <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? He goes, um, Yeah, who, I mean, I didn't set up any accounts. Like, what? What do you mean you set up an account? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then it came out like, and I was like, wow, it was just, the whole thing was fraud. Yeah. So you, 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 you know, there, there's, there's two sides of a coin. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> I know Willie's shocked. <laughs> yeah, this may, I don't know how, it, for me, this is very entertaining. Like, I would be listening to this, you know, very intently. Um, uh, but, you know, so if, you, if you're from the sales world, I think you're enjoying this. Uh, I think if you're uh, looking to get into sales, maybe you're, you're enjoying it as well. I don't know. Um, if you're a chef, you're like, yeah, I get all that. Yeah, but just take the pro tips. Just make sure you, that's the notes you needed to take down. Pro those, tips, yeah. Those are definitely some good pro Be accessible. Um, you know, is it uh, product knowledge important? Yeah, it's not the most important. Not 100%. Uh, your word is the most important. Mm -hmm. And your confidence level is the most also very important. All these things are equally as important. And um, do what you say you're going to do. Show up, answer your phone. And, and you know, you're, you're going you're gonna to be good from there. There's a lot of other details to this, but... You start with that, and I think you're going to be good to go. Oh, yeah. So I just want to thank uh, Veronica and uh, Chef Jeffrey Schlisselmeister for, uh, for being on the show today. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Um, listen, again, if you're, a, if you're a chef out there, give, uh, give Walk & Talk a, a look-see. We can uh, we can work something out with you. You want a branded TV show? You want to be a superstar? Bring it! I'm so <laughs> bring it. We can do this. Check us out at thewalkintalk.com. And also, hey Willie, wait a dang second, <laughs> Pablo Vivas, you did a an amazing job on this uh, on this music. Oh, yes. For the track. Excellent. Pablo's the best. Pablo is the best. All right? Because I rock to this all the time. Appreciate Pablito, you, brother. Pablito, Pablito. Pablito in the house. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're out. Walking Talk Podcast. Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing. Deliver healthy taste options to clientele and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com.